the CU 2.0 podcast. We have bought financial literacy packages and we put them on our website. We have contracted with county providers. We put them on our website. We have built prize-based savings games and, and added uh, opportunities to save on income tax forms to try to get people to save. And I, I applaud all of those. It's not working. It's not working. What else are we going to do? Imagine you have a successful product, put small dollar loans in the hands of consumers who may have tattered credit, but they need the money and you want to save them from predatory lenders who may charge interest upwards of 100% APR. Your product usually involves loans rates of 24 to 36% APR. Heck of a lot better deal, much better for the consumer. You have 11 other credit unions offering your loans. Sounds great? Well, it is great. That's the story of QCash, a subsidiary of WSECU in Washington State. Now QCash's CEO, Ben Morales, is launching a new tool that just may blow up QCash's market. And that's okay. In fact, it's wonderful. The new QCash tool is a financial wellness product that, in its simplest form, is designed to heal struggling consumers by offering access to liquidity but also financial counseling, teaching, ways that turn that consumer into a person who deserves an 8% loan, not a 36% loan, not a 24% loan, but an 8% loan or maybe even a 6% loan or a 4% loan. How cool is that? That is exactly at the core of the credit union mission as I understand it. Welcome to the CU 2.0 podcast. This is your host, Robert McGarvey. Today's guest, Ben Morales from QCash. This is an upbeat podcast. It's about how credit unions can generally help members in an era where more and more and more of us struggle to pay our bills. An underlying QCash belief is that the path to financial wellness is in the data. It's just a matter of understanding the consumer, understanding his or her data, and in that data there is a way to wellness. It's upbeat. It's positive. It's a good story. It's a story about not accepting the status quo, always scratching, clawing, seeking some way to provide a little bit more. And a little bit more for many of us would be finding our way to financial wellness. Right now, QCash is looking for a couple credit unions to come along with them, partner with them, help them beta the financial wellness product. They're already testing it at WSCCU. Now they're looking for a few beta testers. You know what to do if you're interested. So what's happened? What's happened with QCash in the last 15 months? And what are you going to tell me about your financial wellness stuff? Yeah. You know, it was actually um, probably about 20, probably about 18 to 20 months ago that we kind of went into this brainstorming session about, you know, how might we do more for, for members. So we were able to solve the small dollar short-term credit, the instant liquidity issue that was facing many uh, credit union members and forcing them to go to predatory lenders. And so we were getting feedback from our clients like, okay, what else can we do to help our members get out of the cycle? And so we uh, conducted uh, some focus groups, did some research about uh, what was challenging members that were using small dollar loans. And, and so then we went into 
digging deeper into that and we and we discovered some things uh, that were uh, very enlightening to us and and one of those was that the members were indeed open to help in fact they were excited to get help because when you probe them about where do they um, get support for the financial decisions they, they make who who helps them you know typically uh, they have uh, you know, someone, hey, it's my uh, Aunt Sally, or it's my next door neighbor, or or uh, my friend at work. And then when you probe them some more, and, and they uh, come back and say, well, yeah, that's the only person I know, but they probably really don't know, uh, but it's the only person that I know, and that, you know, is smarter than me at this. So what we discovered is that, boy, the potential to help people and the need and desire that they, and excitement that they have to want to get help, was really fascinating to us. So we probed on that a little bit and really discovered that if if members had a trusted way to gain access uh, to a resource that could tell them and help simple with simple questions of I'm, you know, I'm in the negative, what are my options? Or I'm I've got this bill due and I and I don't have the money, what do I do? Um, that they would be able to make different decisions along the way. And so we kind of started going down that thread and really pulling it and then um, thinking, okay, how might we solve that? How might we give them coaching and support? And when you break that down, there's, there's probably multiple facets of that. But one of those is, well, how can we build their knowledge and capacity to, to be able to make good decisions and then provide them uh, access to a live coach to help them support them through decisions where they just needed to talk through it? and um, through the various options. So we start pulling on that string and really came to this conclusion that people need knowledge to make better decisions. They need access to liquidity uh, in order to bridge the gap, and that's what our small dollar loan does. And they need live support to provide them long-term sustainability. Um, and so we start down this idea of how might we create an app that includes all of those things uh, and starts to build healthy habits, right? If we can help them understand what's happening with their uh, finances today and we can then start to present personalized content about where they're at, how might we move them upstream? How might we build the knowledge that allows them to make better decisions and then augment that with coaching to um, give them that additional value and um, you know, growth to continue to moving uh, upstream, if you will. And so that that started about 18 months ago, and uh, and uh, we kind of decided that uh, the board of directors at QCash Financials decided that that was an area we wanted to take a chance on. Nobody was doing it. What we saw is there was a lot of point solutions in the marketplace, right? I've got a savings app. I've got a uh, an app that helps me avoid overdraft. I got me an app to help me plan with. Uh, I got an app for student debt. And so all of these things are like point solutions in order. So for me, in order to get value, I've got to have 12 apps. And we're like, that just doesn't seem practical uh, and uh, feasible for someone that uh, needs help in, in a number of areas. So let's, let's try to figure out how do we take the best of what we know and the best of what we see and combine that in a single app. And so that's kind of what we're bringing to market and what we're terming our, our financial wellness uh, solution. Now, will this be a white label product? Yes. So our intent is, and that's a great question because, you know, uh, we have uh, some some feedback from the market that, hey, we want to really brand that brand that as us and and be able to deliver that um, 
to our members and our communities. And so we're like, yeah, that's, you know, that's completely fine. And then we have others that say, you know, we, we just, we want to be a, be one of the institutions that are on your app. How, how can we do that? And so we haven't, you know, kind of pulled any uh, triggers on how we might do that. It, so it would be QCash's brand. Um, but, you know, we've had both conversations, but today we've defaulted that it's a white label. It will be presented under the credit union's brand um, to their uh, members and community. And this is in pilot now, right? Correct. This is in pilot with WSECU. And, uh, you know, this is something that hasn't been done before. And so what it, you know, what it's doing is it's, we have a direct connect to the core banking platform. So we're pulling in all the relationship data that that member has with you. And we're analyzing that to be able to predict cash flows, to be able to identify challenges that they may have and that queues up curriculum and content that uh, is relevant to where they're at so that they can, uh, again, be able to understand what's happening and be able to make better choices uh, in addition to having access to a financial coach. So that data comes in real time so that we can make sure we're staying up to where our members are at uh, in their in their growth, uh, learning, and hopefully engagement. And so this is one of those where it's a truly test and learn type of initiative because we, we haven't seen this done in the marketplace. I think, I think the core access is a, a distinguishing factor for you. I know a lot of the, the single solution apps out there do not have core access and have no real plans to get it. Yeah, it's the, it's the hardest thing to do. And so for us at QCash, uh, you know, that's how we do the small dollar loans in six clicks and 60 seconds is because of that core access. So what we're doing is leveraging that, what our expertise and access already to be able to basically, um, you know, pump that data into this app to be able to um, deliver that personalized experience. And that, that core access also lets you, if I remember correctly, you do not pull a FICO score no. on, on a loan applicant, which is good because the FICO score would probably say, do not lend this guy a dime. So, exactly. Exactly. So, Part so of why, it, why, why pull that? Because you already know yeah. it's, it's probably not a happy story. It, it's not. And if you think about what we're trying to accomplish is we're trying to create more inclusivity for uh, bringing more members back, more, more members back to the cooperative and to make them fully banked and pull them back from these alternative financial services providers. And, and we have to do that by giving them options to come back. But you, we, let's take that opportunity and build their capacity and understanding how to manage their day-to-day -day finances, right? And so, so that they can feel good about being back to the cooperative and gaining services from them on a regular basis. Yeah, and I, I've written a lot about economic development and issues like that. And just because, you, obviously, just because you have a bad FICO score, all that means is you've made some bad choices about money. It doesn't say anything about your character. So yes. It's, uh, now, I personally have made bad choices about my money when I was younger, so be it. So, yeah, <laughs> we all have. So this, this, so you actually have a human being inter potentially can interface with, with the um, the consumer on this. It's not an AI. It's not a robot. No, uh, the feedback from the our focus group was specifically, I don't want to be talking to a bot, which was surprising to us, uh, but it was very clear. And so in our unique uh, integration uh, to provide coaching, one of the things that we have developed is a coaching dashboard. So we 
summarize the last six months of activity where that for that member. And when they engage with the coach, they have the option to send that dashboard to that coach. And that coach can be an internal credit union employee. It can be um, through balance or green path, whoever your counseling provider is, as long as they want to work with us, we present them this dashboard. So in an instant, that counselor, that coach is going to know what your cash flow is, how many NSFs you had, what loans you've had, what, what the payment frequency is, and we're summarizing that, what's your health score, all of that is presented. Uh, and so they're, they're going to be able to answer specific questions that uh, the member may have. So that we feel like is going to reinforce that this was a valuable experience for them to come back. Because if we can get members to feel comfortable with asking for help, that's the first step to beginning this journey of creating more financial wellness for them. Um, because they just need to ask. Credit unions have knowledgeable people that can help, but most people won't ask. It is, uh, you know, it is a stigma because once you've been, you know, and I, and I say this respectfully, is once you've been shamed by saying we're taking away your credit card, you know, people have self-respect. They're not going to want to go back and ask again uh, and uh, in fear of that. So that's one of the reasons why our small dollar loan product is so popular is because if your relationship with that member is proven, we're going to, we're going to give you that value uh, for loyalty and give you a loan. And so um, that begins to, for them to build, for the credit union to build, rebuild trust with them, for them to be okay asking. And so it, it, it is the entryway to get them back. So what, what do you see, what, what will be your goal with this product? I mean, how many institutions do you want enrolled in, in the end of the year, for instance? How many consumers do you want to be serving? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. And so here, here's where we're at. It's very similar to when we first rolled out our small dollar loan product. Nobody else was doing it in the marketplace. So we had to educate the marketplace about what we were doing and the problem we were trying to solve and, and how... Um, you know, and connect with what credit unions knew about their membership. And they know that their members are using these uh, alternative products. But the, the crux of it is, is what are we going to do about it? So if we think about um, the headlines that we see, right, every year, every week, it just comes on and on. It's about short-term savings and not, coming able to, not being able to come up with a certain amount of money. It's about student debt and increasing debt. It's about long-term savings and retirement and then how financial literacy in America is failing. So how many more times do we have to hear those things happen before we do something about it? And so what we have decided at QCash Financial is to do something about it and create an app. And, and we're out there, right? Our board of directors has allowed us to invest a large amount of money to see if we can't help members increase their financial stability and wellness. And so this is new. And so for us, we are looking for innovative companies that are willing to take a risk with us and help us build this, this solution that can help members and, and, and help all members and be able to scale because you can't scale financial health and wellness without technology. So what we're trying to do is build a scalable solution. So we, we are looking for clients that want to help us on our journey and help us build the path. And, um, and so we'd like to try to get uh, you know, a couple of credit unions to help us beta as well. Our parent company is doing it. And, you know, we're learning a lot of things 
and trying to figure out how do we get the right messaging to get members to engage, because they've never seen anything like this. So it's completely an exploratory and experimental, but the end opportunity for our members is ultimately creating financial hope. And to me, it's worth the, it's worth the try. And I believe we're on the right path and we just need um, some, some good partners that truly see the same vision as us to come join us. Glad we were talking today because this morning I saw a story in the Washington Post. I'll read you the headline. Income inequality in America is the highest it's been since census started tracking it, data shows. That story goes on to say that the census started tracking approximately 50 years ago. So we're in, we're in bad shape right now in terms of um, there's a lot of people who are struggling. It, there is. And so the, the reality is, is here's what we've done to date. We have bought financial literacy packages and we put them on our website. We have contracted with county providers. We put them on our website. We have built prize-based savings games and, and added uh, opportunities to save on income tax forms to try to get people to save. And I, I applaud all of those. It's not working. It's not working. What else are we going to do? Stand by and do with, it. with QCash is, and it's a beautiful product. I really, really, really respect what you're trying yeah. to do. End of the day, though, institutions are making loans that say 24 to 36%. Uh, right. That's too much money. I'm not saying it's too much for the institution. And I'm sure it's a good price and it's a much fairer price than a payday lender. But that person ought to be able to borrow money at 14% or 10%, something like that. And how, do you, how do you get them so they can qualify for that loan? And I'm not yep. criticizing the QCash product. No, nope. it's a beautiful product. Nope. I you, just absolutely. I want to get that consumer so that consumer deserves that 10% loan. Absolutely. And so you got to bring them back to the cooperative. We've got to bring them back into the fold, and we got to coach them up, right? But but it's got to be done in a sustainable way. And what I mean by sustainable is is these types of programs cannot be subsidized by anything else because when times are bad, you will get rid of that. So the, the rate uh, um, supports the risk. And at, at the end of the day, we've got to worry about the entire cooperative. But for this segment, uh, what I would say is if you can get them a better deal and they can come back to you, you can help them save money and give them start building those healthy habits to save money so that they, so that they can move upstream. And what I mean by that is that as we help them manage their day-to-day -day finances, they will make ends meet and stretch that money to make it last through the month, ultimately pay their bills, ultimately uh, on, pay their bills on time, which will ultimately improve their credit score. Now, I don't make all the rules about why credit score is valuable because I truly believe that it's a, it's, a, it's a score that is becoming less and less relevant because of the bank data that we have on our members. So, but in, at the end of the day, we are building them up so that we can give them that, you know, 10% loan, 8% loan, 6% loan. You know, our small dollar loan platform is designed to, you know, start at one rate and as they make more payments, reduce that rate to give them value if credit unions want to configure it that way. But, but it, it is about building them up so that, that, that we can get them into a, into a range of a 10%, 6% loan. Uh, and I think it's possible. I think, you know, some of our clients are, uh, have probably done that already. Um, but that's our goal. Absolutely. It is not to keep them in this, uh, in this environment where they're not maximizing the use of the cooperative. 
Well, you're also bringing education to this, which if the people are open to being to learning something about finance, and I, I believe many of them would be, they can honestly, I, it sounds like Pollyanna, but they can actually manage their finances better. But if I can see that every day you go out and you spend $5 on a, on a Starbucks latte, but you can't pay your utility bill at the end of the month, I might say there could be a possible solution to the utility bill problem. You're going to have to give up a little caffeine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we can help predict that. So we have built into our financial uh, wellness platform is really this opportunity to help analyze their cash flow and say and help predict when they're going to get uh, an overdraft or an NSF and give them a heads up, like you got to make a decision. Here is where you're at. Here is some contents to help you uh, understand the, the condition and what happens with overdraft and an opportunity to connect with a coach to seek other support. So, so we, that's, that's the value is that if we can get a help them get ahead of it and avoid it, then they start to build a, a consistent level of cash flow and knowing that they have to be uh, engaged in day-to-day -day finances in order to manage uh, some of the tight cash flows that they do have in this, especially in this gig economy. Now, how many uh, QCash clients do you have at this point? Uh, we have uh, 14. Oh, that's twice as much as you had when we talked last year, I think. My Correct. Memory. Yeah, no, we're, uh, you know, the value and understanding of what we're trying to accomplish is certainly, uh, we think, has hit a pretty good stride right now. And are they all larger institutions? I believe you told me that your target was a billion and up in assets. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's varied. So our, our smallest one that we've done uh, thus far is probably about $150 million, cool. all the way up to uh, $4.5 billion. How did you get into the core at the $150 million one? So they, they run on a, uh, they're very progressive for being a small institution. So they, um, you know, partnered with a core that we already had an uh, uh, API access to. Cool. Um, and, uh, and so, which was Scimitar. And so it was, it was, uh, it was relatively straightforward, but, but they, they were accrediting that had a vision and really uh, wanted to drive that value to their members. Well, so many other things are trying to take these potential consumers and members away from credit unions. Essentially, I, I, essentially non-banks. Do you, do you need a, a banking relationship if you have a Venmo account? Some people tell me they don't. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I struggle with that. I mean, I think it's a stepping stone but, um, you know, ultimately, the uh, financial services uh, place is, um, is a place that you have to get it through your bank or credit union. Uh, and so, so uh, those Venmos and the PayPals and, and, you know, I think they're trying and the neobanks and all those guys are trying to make a position uh, that, that I think isn't, uh, I'm not convinced that it's, uh, it's going to do right by members and growing them, right? Uh, it's, it's how are we building their knowledge to understand the complexity of financial services. You don't just stay in one spot like I need a savings and that's it. I have, I mean, I grow in life stages uh, with my financial needs and I need someone to grow with me. I, I'm still a fan that uh, financial services, uh, we need to get everybody fully banked. Well, one thing that I, I get cranky about is a lot of credit unions want the same, very same consumers that Chase wants. And you know what? Chase is going to win that fight most of the time. But there's a lot of consumers Chase just doesn't want. Have you thought about looking at them 
And that's, you're opening a window onto those people. And there are plenty of credit unions, self-help in North Carolina is one, Hope in Mississippi is another, that specialize in people like that. And they're doing fine. They're doing, doing fine by their consumers and they're doing fine as an institution. Absolutely. Uh, and that, you know, you can, you can, you can create uh, an organization that provides broad access to financial services uh, that includes lending. Uh, but you are going to have to adopt, uh, you know, modern methodologies by which to provide that access and still manage risk, right? And so if we've learned anything from the fintechs at all, I would say data is king. Be good at managing and understanding and analyzing your data to be able to help you make decisions about that consumer and who they are and where they're at. Using credit scores is a blanket type of, of, of score that, that is going to um, exclude a lot of people. And so just build the capacity to know I need different technologies for this end of the market uh, so that I can continue to provide broad access. And, and I have products that are simple enough, and I say that in a way that's not disrespectful, but it's got to be easy just make it simple on how they can onboard to begin to use it and then begin to grow into other products. Well, you know, the history of, of credit unions is they predated uh, credit scores, obviously. If you were a member of the, the Boeing credit union and you wanted a loan, the loan committee, a guy on the loan committee would call up your foreman and say, is he a good employee or she, is she a good employee? They're going to be around next year. Okay, we'll give them the loan. And there are respects in which that kind of conversation could lead to some discriminatory lending, and I'm aware of that. But just lending based on character, I think, is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Than- I mean, if you think about that environment, that, that situation you just, just described, it was about a person had a relationship with the individual that was, um, you know, that foreman had a relationship with that, that employee in which he he could, he's talked with them, he knows, he experienced them to where he could give that vouching for, if you will. I, I would submit that the same thing uh, can be derived from the activities and data that the credit union sees and how that member transacts, right? It's what we saw in the downturn uh, in 2008 was that members paid back the credit union before they paid back their other uh, debts. We thought that that was amazing. And that was our first really understanding that there is something here. Let us analyze the data to derive why is that happening? Why are they paying us? And, And ultimately one board member says, we need to give our members value for the work that that's for the business they're giving us versus using a credit score. And that's when we began the journey to start to understand how do we how do we um, provide members more more value based on their loyalty, and derived our our credit decision engine. So QCash is is going to stay around. QCash is not being supplanted by this new wellness. Product. No, no, it is it is it can be a part of it. Uh, you can include it as an option, or it can just be completely separate. It depends on exactly how you want to deploy it as a financial institution. Before we go, 
the CU 2.0 podcast is looking for a few good sponsors to help us spread the word about the digital transformation of credit unions. You could be one of them. Contact Robert McGarvey for details at rjmcgarvey at gmail.com. First come, first served. Again, that's rjmcgarvey at gmail.com. The CU 2.0 podcast.